Hello, Farewell listeners. Welcome back to Farewell, a Growth Equation podcast. I'm your host, Clay Skipper. Today, you will be coached up by Michael Easter. Michael is a professor at UNLV, and if you recognize his name, it's probably as the author of the best-selling book, The Comfort Crisis, and more recently, the book, Scarcity Brain. Michael is going to be explaining something that has to do with motivation. So one of the aspects of his books that I most enjoyed was he has this ability to identify and describe certain aspects of everyday life that are shaping and influencing us, but that have become so taken for granted or just part of the atmosphere of our modern world that we may not even realize we're being shaped by them. One of these concepts is called value capture. And one of the reasons it caught my attention was it described so perfectly an experience I've had that I didn't have the language for until Michael gave it to me. And I imagine that might be the case for you too. So when I spoke to Michael for a forthcoming episode of this podcast, which will be coming out in the future weeks, I asked him about value capture and asked him to describe it for me. Here's what he said. So value capture, it's this idea I heard about from this guy whose name is uh, The Win, is T-H-I-N-G-U-Y-E-N, and he's a philosopher at the University of Utah. So the idea of value capture is that once you put a number on something and you quantify a behavior, um, people start to chase the number. So we lose sight of all the reasons that we do the behavior in the first place and instead just focus on changing that number. So I realize that's abstract. So to give people a sense of what I'm talking about here, um, think about something like Twitter. So Twitter, it bills itself as a platform for discussion. Right? And so, okay, what are the goals of a discussion? And the answer is that there's like a lot of goals for a discussion, right? It's to understand people, it's to be understood, it's to commiserate, it's to bitch, it's to like, there's all these different reasons people have discussions. But once you start to quantify the behavior with likes, with retweets, with follower counts, people start to tweet so they can get likes and retweets and followers. And that is often at odds with discussion, right? Because then it's like, okay, well, what do you have to do to get likes and retweets and followers? Well, it turns out you have to say things that are controversial. Like controversial tweets get way more traction than ones that are more down the middle. And so you start to see people um, behave in a way to score these sort of silly arbitrary points. And it's often at odds with why we really are doing the behavior in the first place. So I'll give I'll give you an example of me with Instagram too. It's like, what I, I would run out in the desert because it's like this ultimate meditation for me, right? It's like this moving meditation for me. And then I join Instagram and I start posting photos of my runs in the desert and they start getting likes and followers and shit like that. And then I find myself when I'm running, it's no longer a moving meditation. I'm like going, where could I get a good Instagram photo? on this run. And that, that like totally changes the nature of the run for me. And so like I've, my run has changed simply because there's this very clear point scoring system on Instagram that I'm sort of playing into. And this, this idea of value capture, it applies. Um, it's very apparent on social media, but it's in all sorts of things. Like it's in grades. Um, so for example, um, my students that, I mean, in theory, you go to college for a million different reasons, right. To learn, to be prepared for a career, to make friends, to learn how to be a decent human to learn how to get your shit together. But all my students fixate on is GPA, 
right? Because it, like they get captured by GPA because it's like this simple score that tells them whether they did the right or wrong thing. And that's not why you go to college. Another way of framing what Michael's talking about is the difference between intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. So intrinsic motivation is something you are naturally driven to do, comes from inside you. Extrinsic motivation is, as Michael said, a system of metrics or value that is imposed externally. So value capture is when we shift maybe from doing activity that we started maybe for intrinsically motivated reasons to doing it for extrinsically motivated reasons. And in most systems, you have to balance both. I think the grades example is a really good one. So this isn't necessarily a new phenomenon. But as Michael talks about in his book, Scarcity Brain, one of the reasons why value capture is more complicated now is that our world is becoming increasingly gamified. So there are so many more systems that we can opt into that have these metrics or systems of value being imposed upon us. Social media, as he points out, is a good example. We might get on social media to be social or to try to find community, but instead we end up chasing likes and follows, which are often a poor substitute for real community, being seen, being heard, being recognized. Michael says we can guard against that by checking in with our motivations whenever we're using these platforms. You have to constantly go back to, why am I using this in the first place? Why am I using this in the first place? Why am I using this in the first place? And most people don't sign up for, say, Instagram initially for followers and and likes. You don't. You're like, oh, I'm going to like follow some interesting people I know. I'm going to share some stuff about my life. Um, you know, if you're like a, a writer or something, you're like, oh, I'll put my work out there and, you know, give people some good ideas that hopefully lead them to live a better life or whatever it yeah. might be. And so I think you have to constantly go back to like, what is my goal for using this? Why am I using this in the first place? And if your behavior on the platform is at odds with that, you've been captured more or less. And so like, you know, I think about it. I try and always remember like the reason um, I'm doing what I'm doing with my writing is like, hopefully I give people some information that allows them to live a little better. And you're always going to get people who say shitty stuff. If I'm like getting obsessed with like this one person who, you know, was like, this is a shitty idea, Michael, um, I'm getting captured by like this, this weird system. It's like, of course, there's going to be people in the world who disagree with you. Like, why would there not be? Right? That's probably a good thing that people disagree with me. And so I think that you can, you can very much get, uh, you, you just have to keep your eye on the ball, really. So that is value capture. And as you heard Michael's site at the beginning of the episode, it originally came from a philosopher at University of Utah, whose name is The Wen. Another way to think about this concept, I've heard it called metric creep, because metrics can creep in and muddle your motivations. And the point here isn't that extrinsic motivation or metrics are in any way bad. They actually are very useful a lot of the time. I think what I take from what Michael said is basically just check in with why you are using certain systems, be that social media platforms or something else, and just ask yourself, is my behavior and the way I'm using these in line with my motivations, my goals, my values? One thing Steve, Brad, and I say to each other often is remember what game you're playing. And we use that as a shorthand to kind of guard against value capture. Just meaning there are a lot of games out there and there are a lot of ways to play those games. And a lot of ways those games are going to tell you how they should be played. And a lot of ways that other people are going to tell you how those games should be played. And you should just decide for yourself how you want to play the game to the extent that you can and make sure that you're using the system and the metrics and that the metrics and the system are not using you. 
That's a wrap for today. A big thank you to Michael Easter. Again, his books are The Comfort Crisis and Scarcity Brain. We will have a much longer interview with him in the following weeks and months to come. So if you enjoyed this, definitely subscribe because you won't want to miss the longer conversation. If you guys enjoyed this coach up, send it to somebody. Please review the show. I'll be back on Thursday. And until then, as always, farewell.